Uh, that is precisely what governments will continue to the, do so. The, yes, with respect, we'll Minister, the Auditor-General says this was not needs-based. If you look at the evidence of where congestion is the worst, that's not where this money went. It went to coalition seats you were trying to hold and win. And David, look, the Australian people had their chance and voted uh, the government back in at the last election, uh, and we're determined to get on and deliver those election promises that we made in relation to local infrastructure, as we are nation-building infrastructure. So we can expect uh, more of this. We can expect more of this. who comes to this country and the circumstances in which they come. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. I will not. The successful candidate was Scott Morrison. It's all about me and him. No, Prime Minister, it's about the Australian people. Well, good evening, sausages. Well, I'm keeping it quiet. Keeping it quiet because we've gone a bit retro there because we played the old theme, but that's okay. I played the one I got. I know you did, darling. You did the right. You should thing. never leave an idiot in charge of the sound. Well, I left two. You should Sorry. never leave a lover idiot. <laughs> so I, you, I asked people one are going to be confused. Said <laughs> to another idiot the sound. So you know, you know, I don't sound like Will. Not much. Do no. I? Do I sound like Will? I'm not sure. Heavens no. So we're going to welcome you to Australia's sauciest, hairiest. And second most waterproof Politico Cathartopod. Oh, I like that. It's actually only two thirds of it because there's only two of us here. So it's not G'day Sausages. Tonight it's G'day Chipolatas. G'day Chipolatas. Yeah, tiny sausages. Because William finally got his slot at the Craig Kelly Memorial Rehab Facility. So he's off doing that right now. He's curing himself of furniture salespersonship. He is. People didn't know he had that fetish, but he does. So this week there's just two of us. There's me, Ron Toilet. And me, CJ Josh. And we, we're just basically uh, going to have our usual chat um, that Rod and I would have. Yeah. But we're going to record it instead. Yeah. Which is slightly different to the other format. And, and Not the, much, the, though. The biggest danger is I'm running the sound dick. Yes. Well, we've already seen what happens there. It was brilliant. I mean, I thought that was the smoothest entrance we've had today. It was. Yeah. It was. It was very good. Well, anyway. I panic. There's all these bright, shiny lights. And I look at them and I think, that's mesmer. Oh, that's right. I've got to do something. Normally, I just stare at them from the side. I know. And you kept looking at me. I'm like, I can't help you, buddy. Do you know what's even better? We have an extremely overqualified sound endophonist, Kroger's O'Leary, sitting there staring at us going, this is fucking killing me. It's like watching children play yeah, soccer. Yeah, but he's the one that sent you the wrong theme, so everything's fine. So, <laughs> it was the one in the folder. It was the one in the folder. Um, That's what makes us stand out. What you got, Seed? You're the boss, I'm the boss. Oh, okay. So, look, the thing I would I would like to talk about today, uh, Rod, is where the hell, where the bloody hell have you been, Scott Morrison? And he lifted yeah. his head above the parapet today. After, is it four days? Um, Three or yeah, four? Yeah, like forevers, forevers. Don't you get torn? I mean, before we dig into what he actually vomited up. Yeah. Do you get torn as I haven't seen him? Yeah. Life is good. Yeah, I see all these Twitter things going, where the fuck have you been, mate? Get up and do your job. And there's a part of me that goes, please never do your job again. Yes. Stay the shit away. Yeah, well, he made, he went to great pains today when he did the press conference at, um, from Kirribilli House in Sydney, where he, of course, is now in lockdown with his family after coming out of quarantine in the lodge in Canberra. 
which is all fine. Good on you sure. for, for doing the right thing there. Um, came out to make uh, an announcement. So he announced the Royal Commission into Defence and Veteran Suicides. Very well done. Good. The, it was well done or the well, idea no, is good? No, the idea is good and, yeah. yes, it needs to happen and I'm sorry for all the families and people that are going to have this in the news every single moment for the next couple of years uh. and have to relive it all. Like Just Sweet. as as other royal commissions have brought up issues for people, I'm sure this will happen again. It's commissions royal, I think, if you're going plural, but yeah, carry on. Yeah, Thank it's you. true, yeah. actually. And then he wanted to talk about the Sydney COVID lockdown and it was like he had – um, just found out how serious this shit is. Like, oh, really? It, yeah. Because no, you watch this from go to work, Well, right? I watched – yeah, I had it on I had it on in the office and I was looking at his face and I thought, hang on a minute, you actually look concerned and worried and n- not just about your possible political future for a change. He actually seemed to get the enormity of it and it was – I don't Are know you if – sure? Like, Are you saying his expression of worry was not still ultimately about his political future? It could have been constipation. I don't know. Oh, that guy shits once a week. Max. <laughs> Max. <laughs> but when he goes. Oh, yeah, it's got corners. It about, has got corners. Do we have to talk about. Yeah. Yes, we do. Um, so he. I don't know if it's because he's actually having to go through. I think he's probably one of those people that has to experience something himself before he can have any sense of what it's like for other people. So by experience something, you mean the trauma of a lockdown in the lodge? Well, not so much. Sorry, like quarantine. In, yeah, yeah. Well, quarantine in the lodge, but now lockdown in Kirribilli House, and he's in Sydney, and they had, they had their thirty eight cases today, yeah. and that's the highest number in this this outbreak. Yeah, and they're about to go into their third week of lockdown. Meanwhile, Melbourne's going well done, champ. Like you know, get it's fucking appalling. It's appalling that they've done it again so badly. So badly again. And now they're all going, oh, we might have to really take this seriously. It's like, what was it about the last nearly 18 months that didn't make you think that already? And this time we knew that the Delta variant was highly transmissible and, and that's why Melbourne locked down as fast as it did. And if when they had five cases in Sydney yeah. on a Friday, that would have been the time to do it because you go, you do it before the weekend so yeah. people don't go and do their sport. And they're ruin the footy. The, yeah. Yeah, ruin, yeah. ruin the footy, ruin everything. But it doesn't spread. And they've tried to do the kind of like lockdown light, which was, oh, well, you know, only do your essentials, but we're not going to tell any shops to shut. So if you really need to go out and buy a pair of shoes. Yeah, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And then you see people? these shots across social media of, of um, small boutiques and stuff saying, oh, I'm really suffering because I don't have walkthrough traffic. It's like, you, you, you shouldn't have. Mm-mm. Like that, that's the point. Yes. It's kind of like we want we want climate change abatement, but we don't want to do anything for it. It's like, but you, you have to. You have to do you something. You don't get shit for free. Yes, exactly. You have to actually change behaviour if you want something to change. And these this is just not working. So today I watched, I saw Gladys do her bit as well, and she got cranky pants because she had to tell people that the transmission of the virus seemed to be happening between house to house. So people are visiting family. Imagine. Imagine. But it's this idea of – she's saying that you have to think of family of just being the the household that you live with, not your extended family or in-laws and things like that. Now, what? that is a big shift for I, – I know. I just don't understand why this is so complex. Like, 
people are clearly not thinking it through. Like I was talking with my uh, much better half this afternoon, and she was she was at a Pilates studio in Canberra. So you can do whatever you want; everything's fine. Lick the windows if you want; everything's safe. As long as you've got a mask on, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you're wearing it on either, as long nope. as it's on your body, on your or, amongst your person. And she was saying the number of people who were saying things like. Uh, to a pregnant instructor, well, it must be really hard for you. You probably could get an exemption from wearing a mask because, you know, you could say you're pregnant, it's harder to breathe and stuff. And the instructor said, but I don't want to. By wearing the mask, it's the best opportunity I have to protect myself and the child. child. And these people were going, oh, I never thought of it that way. Oh, my giddy aunt. So they're, they're in this mode where they're all thinking, why the fuck are mum and dad making me do this? I know. And it's it's I find it so strange because I because it's I, insane. And and now they're starting to use the rhetoric in the New South Wales um, conference. Well, the health the uh, sorry, their chief medical advisor has been saying it all the time, but the others are starting to say it now too, which is just assume everybody's got it. Yes, and that's the way you operate. And and I mean, we're in Canberra and we're having to wear masks everywhere. Yeah, and we don't even have an active case. Haven't had one for over three hundred days. Yep. Um, but because we are a paddock in the middle of New South Wales, where uh, you know <laughs> WA doesn't want us, they with with some fucking big dams in it. To be fair, <laughs> we, we have yeah. like they, they're good, they're good dams. Yeah. But like South Australia uh, still has their borders closed to the ACT. Yeah. Um, WA's, you know, and and they were saying it's because of the um, what did they say? Uh, the porous nature of our border to New South Wales, and it's uh, like, well, fair cop, really. Yeah, because like, we are a suburb of New South Wales, and Queanbeyan is are. Canberra. Sorry, Queanbeyan is but you are. So yeah, I, 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 I'm still so confused by people who treat it as why are people making me do things I don't want to. I think it's also you got to uh, the idea that there's been a lot of criticism how they're saying the southern, uh, the southwest suburbs of Sydney are being targeted because targeted. of the large ethnic populations and these are having big family gatherings. So now, you're picking on us. Well, no, I mean it is in there's there's a lot of cultural differences. There's sure. there's language, there's behaviours and things like that and that are that are different to, you know, all the whiteies in this room. Um I'll have you know I'm half wog. You are half wog, but So it, <laughs> <huh>. <laughs> How dare you treat my when people is that way? It's Black National Day. <laughs> it's the 18th of November actually. I thought it might be. That's my 21st and has been for the last 33 years. <laughs> So, um, but yeah. n- now the New South Wales police came out this afternoon and as from 7 o'clock tomorrow morning, they're mm. launching a major operation uh, of 100 more cops than they already had out and about moving into the southwest Sydney uh, area yeah. to have a visible presence, including mounted police. So people are mounting police in public. <laughs> I think so. Um, to and they're looking for members of the community to comply. Oh, you want you want what is it? Lags, mm. freaking grasses. Well, they want grasses and that, but they also want if you are in a shop, they want to know why you're in the shop. They want to like you know it's you know come over here and show us your papers and why are you out. <sighs> Um, they're going to have multicultural offices and they've been putting out multiple pieces of information in many languages, uh, the the copper was saying this afternoon, and that's all well and good. But yeah. if you're going to have the Premier come out and talk and not go hard on the lockdown in the beginning, people aren't going to take it seriously. How many people are actually still paying attention to it? Yeah, and, the, and the, this is going to get turned into – no, this is, a, this is the – it's a slippery slope, sir. Yeah. Because now, because people weren't taking it seriously, 
And the argument, oh, they didn't really understand, fine. If that had been something you were saying 14 months ago, I'd say, oh, yeah. yeah, it's 18, 18 yeah, months Yeah, saying now. it now, no, no. In, in any language that has a television, like, show, any kind of news, no. So now people are going to start saying, well, this is unfair and unkind because you're being mean to people. But it also gives these guys license, and it's going to be guys, we know that, mm. to be jerks. Like, why are you in this shop? Well, they, they actually said that in the press conference yeah. this afternoon. Like, do you need to buy that pair of shoes? No, you don't. That's not essential shopping. And so my thing is, like you no, were shoes, saying. you got to wear shoes. <laughs> why is the shoe shop open? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, do you know, I've, I've heard of another way to buy shoes. On the internet? On the lines. I know. You can buy them on the lines. Yes. Well, all of that is, I mean, the, the, people have essential, different views of what is essential and what is not essential. I just, from afar, from a distance, looking at what Melbourne did and looking at what Sydney is yeah. attempting to do, Melbourne, well done. Well done. You know how to do the quick, fast lockdown and just stay no. in your own patch. So didn't you read the papers about that? Well, I, I, apart from Dan Andrews is, Dictator. is Hitler. Yeah, he's a monster. I mean, I, I can't believe you missed that. <laughs> no, I why, why don't you absorb actual information? And here's, 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 an interesting, here's an interesting statistic from the past 24 hours. Yeah. In New South Wales, there were um, – so they reckon there were um, – they've had a total of – oh, no, God damn it, I misread those bloody figures. Read them again. No, I won't. Take your time. Shuffle your papers too. No, no, no. It's also – Hang on, I'll help you. <laughs> That's very loud for people. No, I, I misread that and it's not as a shocking figure as I thought it was. So oh, I, I would with, like to retract that. With statement. today's non-shocking figure, it's six. Yeah. Look, they've had nearly 20,000 people have had vaccinations in the past 24 hours in, in New South Wales. So well done. But Queensland... <laughs> Like, but also Queensland has had 15,000 as well. So I, I would say that New South Wales facing the lockdown and everything, only having, say, 4,000 more vaccinations done than... Not great. Yeah, I don't think it's great. It's not great. It's not great. And so now Scott Morrison said today that there were going to be an extra 300,000 doses of um, vaccine available for... Private school children. <laughs> Yes. I mean, I think that's great too. You know, you know what I took from Tell that? me about that. So what I really enjoyed was the fact that, and, and anyone listening to the show would already know this. So is it, is it St. Joey's or it's Marist, a Marist Brothers school in Hunters Hill? Yeah. Which is not an unposh suburb. Yeah. Which is not an unposh school. So with some heading to well, 160 or something students were, mm -hmm. I love the phrase, accidentally vaccinated because they were trying to vaccinate um, Indigenous people. Yes. Now, I'm going to start with, I bet there ain't many at that school. We could take a punt on that. I yep. think there was supposed to be like six. Mm. I'm also going to start with, or uh, continue with, I bet they know who they are. <laughs> and they had to, bu and they bust them. They bust them. They bust them. And sort of like, please, sir, why are we getting on the bus? Yeah. Why are, I, like, that's a lot of buses too. For 160. Do you know what I think the positive thing is though? It mm. means these schools genuinely don't see colour. That is, that's very positive. They're so unracist, they thought everyone was or was not Indigenous and therefore vaccinate all of them. So what I see is the upside. Yeah. It shows racism's been solved at the elite private school level. Gosh, I'm, I'm going to sleep better you tonight. Hadn't, you hadn't thought about that, had you? No, I hadn't. And I, I do love, I enjoyed, and you probably caught this too, Brad Hazard, uh, New South Wales Health Minister, and I'm never going to get over the fact he's called Hazard, but anyway. When he was harassed about this, sorry, asked a reasonable question by a journalist. I don't even remember what denomination. His response, I'm going to read it because it's worth it. It is worth I it. I don't have a voice for Brad Hazard, but I assume it's kind of like, Angie, Angie. 
What I find more embarrassing is that you would make that sort of a question, an accusation against frontline health staff, what a great deflection, mm. who work their butts off, dirty man, and will have tomorrow achieved one million vaccinations in arms, which is important. That's the technical term. They go in the arms, not the bottom. No. Not the butts that are being worked it's off. It's a jab too, mate. It is a jab. You know what? The school intended well. There was a mistake and so what? It happened one out of, uh, sorry, one out of a million vaccinations. Just move on. I know, and I just thought Let's it's less on. than 24 hours old. There are some reasonable questions to be asked. The The, the latest number of um, people in hospital in New South Wales, yeah. there are 30 – look, the figures fluctuate, I have to say. I looked at two official websites today and they had the same date on them, but – so I'm going to say between 30 and 40 people are in hospital at the moment. Officially. Officially. Doubly officially. <laughs> yeah. Let's call it 35. Well, exactly, because, yeah. Um, 14 are under the age of 55, 8 are under the age of 35, and there's either 7 or 11, that was another thing that was a bit un- unclear, are in, in intensive care units. So that really means all of them are under the age of 55? Well, it, it, I don't know whether it all goes that way, but... Um, yeah, it's just, it, I don't know how many were on ventilators or whatever. So but was it the, four the, in ICU or five in ICU or something, I thought I read? No, no. These were all ICUs? The, the, the seven to 11 was ICUs. Jesus. Yeah, and and so then you've got the he, the president of the AMA comes out today and uh, goes, there's no such thing as living with Delta. Yeah. Yeah, this is very clear. We're seeing that this is hitting younger people. It affects people in their middle age and we are seeing young people in hospital and in ICU right now in New South Wales as a result of Delta. And like, get your act together, people. I'm not worried about Delta anymore. You know why? We're going to end up loving Delta because Lambda's coming. Is that the next one? Uh, it's It exists. Oh, where is it? It's around. Have you seen it? Yeah, well, <laughs> wearing a little dress and scuttling between the bushes, but I know what I saw. No, there are there are reports, and of course I only read them just before we started recording. But um, so the Lambda variant exists, mm-hmm. and speculation. You know, it's early, but some kind of speculation is that they were. It, it's could be worse, right? Uh, and and the the worst bit I I took away from the things I flicked my eyes across was the. There's doubt about the effect of the current vaccinations against. Oh no! This is early, though. This is early. Yeah. No. This is early, of course, and that's the danger of being, uh, you know, what is it? Constantly, air quote, informed. Yeah. Um, You don't know what's going to be right. You've got to wait for for some of it to settle. But it's also today. um, Morrison said in the press conference that if you've had your first, because this is another thing that's happening. People aren't wanting to have their second dose of AstraZeneca. And he's saying, if you've had your first dose, you have to have your second dose. Good on you, champ. But he says... Also bullshit, Karen. Yeah. yeah, But but also, you don't have to wait the 12 weeks now, he said. You can have it after eight. So if I'm going to get medical advice from people, and obviously I won't. (laughs) But also, well, what's that going to do to the system, to to the people who are administering this stuff? Now, like if, if I got fine. on the phone straight away and said, okay, I want my um, second shot moved forward four weeks. Oh, look, it's just an old Patriot sound, that one. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't that great? Must do that cam podcast one day. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, like it's it's just why every time he opens his mouth, he creates chaos somewhere else. And, uh, then, yeah. and then he'll go, oh, well, I was just going by what's available on yeah, whatever. And you're not, you're, you yeah, know. I looked it up in Officeworks. Officeworks keeps our inventory of, of um, vaccines and what they told me was. Yeah. and, and No, it's freaking appalling. 
And he's also saying that we're only we're two months behind where we should have been. I don't know where this plan was because it's obviously a plan that they had somewhere that they didn't share with us earlier. Um, and they um, we're two months behind where we should have been. It's also because of the uh, uh, the Ataji advice because everywhere yeah, else. I think it's Ataji, but yes, I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, look, I didn't say Atari, so I get points. Um, oh, it's hard not to. It's very hard. So he's, he's and then th- and it's hard because he obviously someone has told him something that says, and you go, yeah, that's the correct piece of information. Australia, um, he said, never we'll never be at sixty five percent at this time of the year. Um, it wasn't approved by. <sighs> we had to wait for the TGA approval, and then the AstraZeneca was subject to the Ataji advice in Australia. That meant it wasn't given as widely as it was in the. Um, UK and that other countries produced the vaccines and therefore they had access to Pfizer and Moderna, which is, and that's why we concentrated on AstraZeneca because we're making the AstraZeneca. So all I heard was he said, sorry. That's all I heard. What he said was, <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Fucked up a little bit. Going to do better next time. Well, Pulling my socks up, rolling up my sleeves, whacking on my, I was going to say my Benjamin Franklin's, my Cobra, my RM Williams, my Moleskins, my Chambray shirt, and we're going to get it right. Well, he's been, uh, well, now they've a- um, accessed extra doses, but he can't talk about it because it's commercial incompetence. Fuck that. Whenever I hear that, that. There are so there are so many things that they retreat to. The, the, you know, the the last refuge of a scoundrel and all that shit. Commercial yeah. incompetence is possibly the most reprehensible. Yep, yep. Because and no one can argue with the market. No, so it is fairly, fairly bad, fairly bad. Yep. And 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 also there was a question at this presser um, uh, where he actually did indicate, you know, the Sydney lockdown could go longer than the Melbourne one. And I thought, oh, that'll be interesting. That gets picked up. 25% of those, um, the question was 25% of those in Sydney hospitals are less than 35 years of age. Should young people get the vaccinations? And he said, <laughs> this is one, you, and you can't argue with it. Yep. People aged over 70, over 70 make up the most numbers of people who have died. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. And But both those yeah. two things. COVID or just generally? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you from the sideline. <laughs> it's also like saying, do you know on the moon, you're a lot lighter. Yeah, yeah. I know. Also not wrong. No. But, yeah. uh, but he said... Dogs, you, you, better than cats. Again, unassailable. Well, well, that is actually correct. Yeah. Um, that you can't set one group against another was his it was his quote. You can't set one group against another. And it's like, well, you... Uh, oh. It's the same as... Nobody it, else did, mate. It's the same as Hazard saying, you know, you shouldn't be picking on the frontline workers for making a mistake. It's like, no, you did... For the, Nobody's the picking on the frontline workers no. about it, but that's classic deflection. I know we want to make that about that. We, we we didn't. Yeah, we we didn't make it about that. So I found it very interesting. So I have only watched the press conference. I have not seen or read any commentary from said press conference. So mm. it'd be quite interesting to see what comes out of it. As <laughs> if anyone picked up the same things I did. I'm sure there were more important things to happen, but I don't know. I think uh, if I can get the technology right, I, we, we captured his cabinet talking about his four-point plan, though. Oh, yes, yes, because we, we have sources. Governments will continue to the, do so. Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> what an amateur in charge of the show. No, no, I love it. Let's get the right one, just for fun. Then we follow the four-stage strategy. What's that? In stage one, we say nothing is going to happen. Stage two, we say something may be going to happen, but we should do nothing about it. In stage three, we say that maybe we should do something about it, but there's nothing we can do. <laughs> stage four, we say maybe there was something we could have done, but it's too late now. 
That is remarkably accurate. Yeah. So as usual, yes, minister slash prime minister entirely predicts everything that a, a I wouldn't say right wing, a more conservative government will do in every situation. Yeah. So was there anything else to his plan? I'm not sure. That, that's, that was about it, wasn't it? Ah, oh, look, the plan. It's a plan to make a plan. If you, if you, how if, unusual. If you. West Wing fans, you'll remember, you know, Donna had a plan. She had a plan. She wrote it down. She put it in the box. Now she can't find the box. I love Donna. I, I know you love Donna. I love Donna. I know. I've been rewatching the West Wing and I look at it and I go, I love Donna. <laughs> no, because you send me texts saying, I love Donna. She's wonderful. <laughs> That's how I know. But, uh, yeah, well. You're Don't a, worry, Kate knows. Yeah, you're a lot smarter than um, than old old Josh was on in that front. But anyway, the, fir- <laughs> the first the first um, thing, of course, in in the first phase, is to continue to suppress the virus for ah. the purpose of minimising community transmission. Measures include lockdowns will be used only as a last resort. Now, cool. I think that's I well. Think now at least we know where we're at. Yeah. Um, look, there's got there's a whole lot of stuff, uh, including. Um, temporarily reducing commercial inbound passenger arrivals. So That went well. Yeah, uh, that's going well, down to 50%. So high if you've got an Australian passport and you thought it was worth something being an Australian citizen. Think I, I do think this is why, they, this point one is why they brought in the military. <gasps> I, I know we'll get back to that, but I mean, oh. that, that's why they brought in the military because you've got to suppress oh. and that's what the military is good for. It, it only just hit me then, it, it all makes sense now. It does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, so then phase two, uh, no, no, and then in phase one it says um, prepare the vaccine booster program. Okay, which... which Prepare. Prepare, okay. Hang on, let's think about that. I think you could do like several of these things in parallel. Are you saying they're all phase, there's phase one, there's phase A, and there's phase the first, and that's the first three of his phases? So like the second, then, then you move into the next phase, which is also prepare, implement the vaccine booster program, depending on timing. God knows what that means. Wait, wait, that's phase three? That's two. Oh, it's still two. Okay. No, we're still on two. Three three also says no lockdowns. Continue the vaccine booster program. I mean, it's all predicated on the fact that there actually is a vaccine program that was completed, which I still think is a bit dodgy. Um, And then the final phase is to manage the COVID-19 manage COVID-19 consistent with public health management of other Infectious diseases. Oh, treat it like Ebola, because that's been we, we've we've conquered that in Australia. Yeah, um, I mean, were, I, I saw somewhere that they were talking about it being like maybe we treat it like measles, and which we vaccinated the shit out of until it died. Pretty much, and and or there's enough immunisation in the community, or say the word. Is it what? Herd, is it herd? Yeah. Is it? I wasn't herd. sure if I was going to use it correctly. Yeah, well, correct. Now we're fact checking. Yeah. Well, You've changed, man. Hey, I've had measles. <laughs> I think I did too. I think I had the Germans. I had the German measles, the yeah. measles, the chicken pops, the mumps. The mumps? Yeah. I had the mumps too. That's why I only have 19 ch- illegitimate children instead of <laughs> way more. <laughs> exactly. But no, just treat it like the measles. Let's do it like we did with other infectious diseases. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do they still um, give vaccinations against smallpox? I mean, that was another one we had to have at school. Uh, no. Right. Because it's gone. Right. Except well, in good. labs that are weaponising it. Oh, speaking of labs and things, 
So the Lancet, the latest issue of the Lancet, mine won't arrive until it's tom- it's it's the lunche, but again, good for you. <laughs> the um, mine won't arrive tomorrow. The, it comes with the delicious magazine. Um, <laughs> there are twenty plus like highly recognised medicos who have come out and said, COVID came from the wild. It did not come from the lab, and everyone should go away and think about themselves. About this, so that and it one, needs more explore, exploration. Yeah. Now I heard this on the six o'clock news tonight, and we're yeah. recording at seven o'clock. So, well, I, if you listened to the Wholesome Show last week, you would know oh, that the la- the lab the Wholesome Show is an excellent podcast too. It's nearly as good as this one, if not better, depending on what you're into. So maybe it's I worse. It's probably better. I, I wouldn't say that. Okay. So, um, okay, I might depends on what mood I'm in. The um, the lab leak theory, yeah, goes up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down, right, and up and down. Right. So this sounds like the next variation of no, it isn't. Okay. So they reckon it jumped from animals. I yeah. always, oh, what's that jump from animals? They eat them. Haven't, you know, it's the Gwyneth Paltrow theory of how things go across. It's not what, her you theory. you yeast in your veg. I, I don't. I, that's something I've nearly never had. It's it's the, um, <laughs> it's more about, uh, you haven't seen Outbreak or is it the other one, Contagion? Contagion. The one that isn't the monkey. Oh, I think it's contagion. She's yeah. in the one that isn't the monkey that everyone watched last year because they went, oh, let's, let's watch a documentary on what's going to happen. <laughs> so we know how it happens. A, a bat grabs a fruit, shits on a pig. The pig eats the shit. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow eats the pig, goes uh, to America, kills everyone. Kills everyone. Until they come up with a perfect vaccine in about 18 minutes and the person who invents it dies just in time. Heroically. So I don't think it matters. Whether it was came out of a lab or not, I don't give a shit. No, but it, it is playing very largely on the world political scene at the moment, that mm. theory. And and you've just had, we've just had 100 years of the Chinese Communist Party and all the big celebrations. Congratulations, Winnie the Pooh. Congratulations, Winnie the Pooh. Yep. And, um, and God, you've been to Beijing too, haven't you? I have. Yeah. So we were watching it on the news the other night and, and – just thinking, my God, I stood there and how did you fit all those people in that space and how did you get everything so orchestrated? I know how, I guess. Yeah, with strict, strict dedication rules. to the cause. Yeah. God, they could do a lockdown. Oh, they have. <laughs> they welded people into their rooms, rooms. in Wuhan. I yeah, mean, or well, into their houses. Yeah, people dragged off the streets. Yeah. So the, 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 uh, the idea that it may or may not have been lab released, mm. it either has or hasn't, was or wasn't, it will be or won't be proven. It seems to me it's going to go up and down and up and down from credible sources. But it's going to get sources. used by... Of course, but, but this is not the first time this has come up where people said, yes, it is, no, it isn't, yes, it is, no, it isn't. Credible, and august that, humans. Yeah. So, uh, again, so what? I know it can be, yeah, it can be weaponised. The idea of it can be weaponised to cause mm. troubles. Yes, that's what I'm more concerned with. But the bottom line is if, if you're more concerned about whether it was deliberately released or not as opposed to in a good crisis, what do you do? Oh, you confront it. the thing. Yeah, first yeah. aid is confront the thing in front of you. Yes. Don't try and work out why the person's screaming. Just work out what they need right now and work out why later, unless the why is right there and burning them. Yeah, it's burning them. So, you know, that th- this is the same thing to my mind. It's like just for fuck's sake, get on with it. Yeah. Do the things. Well, I'm still I, – I have no more confidence out that there's now – they've now found another 30 – no, sorry, 300,000 vaccinations to give in this in to New South Wales, half of which are AstraZeneca and the other half are Pfizer. They reckon that's not going to come to the, at the detriment of any other state or any other at any existing program of rollout of vaccination. Mm. And it's kind of like, well, where did you magic this up from? And can't tell you. 
commercial incompetence. We've gone off and done a deal. So Neville from Procurement. Neville's back. Neville's back. He's gone I, off I and rang done Neville today to see if he'd come on the show to take Will's place, but he was feeling a little bit nervous. Well, yeah, I thought he had a flex. Yeah, he did, but he's he, <laughs> Neville's just an edgy lad. He gets a bit nervy. As an intern. So um, can I ask you, Yeah. and I don't know how much you know, but last I saw Reverse Corporal Smedley and his posse are in charge of all things. So the military have been brought in again and more. Yeah. I think what you're talking about is Operation COVID Shield. You're kidding. No, that's what it's called. No, you're kidding. No, that is what it's You're looking at me like that's serious. It is serious. It's actually what it's called. Oh, I'm gonna, I am gotta go. I know, you're, you're out. 8th of June this year, the Prime Minister appointed Lieutenant General John Fruin, uh, DSCAM, funny way to spell your name. To scam. Um, Coordinator General of the National COVID Vaccine Task Force known as Operation COVID Shield. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> that's true. Its goal is to ensure public... Should we call it Operation <laughs> Touch Myself Seriously in Public? It's fucking disgusting. What a load of posturing... I'm going to get angry for you too, better. William. Gets, I know you're listening. It gets better because their goal is to ensure... Hang on, you're sipping your beer. I'm going to wait because I don't want you to spit beer all over me. Is to ensure public confidence in the Australian vaccination rollout. It's actually the official words. And to ensure as many Australians... <laughs> Are vaccinated as early as possible. This is on the official website. I don't. It's true. I don't know what to do. I know. Do. <laughs> I know. I know. So they're going to focus on improving coordination and optimising the rollout uh, and building public confidence through clear and consistent messaging. How's bullshit. <laughs> Come on then. How's it going, Chef? I'll slap that down for you. Come on, give it a crack. And delivering a safe and efficient rollout. Look, I, I don't want to. I don't want to scare them, but you should always give someone a heads up before their performance review if it's not going to go well. <laughs> and and I'd just like to say, John, we might be having a serious conversation when uh, it comes to looking at your PDR. I, I don't think he needs it. Oh, man. Oh, man. He's already oh, like, what man. is it? Oh, ultra hyper general. Like after this, he can retire unless he gets COVID and dies. No, it's just I, I do not take comfort from people in uniforms telling me about having things, injections in my arms and stuff like that. So Operation COVID Shield. Dun, dun. Makes me sick and, and – well, not and really, it just makes me sick. But the, the – I, I got no beef with the Army, I got no beef with the Navy, the, the Air Force, they dress funny. Actually, the Navy dress funny too. But the um, this is not what should be going on. And, and I was reading only today, there is commentary now talking about it's not unusual to bring in military forces in many countries mm. for large logistic exercises, things that need to be brought together quickly and people yeah. need to obey. But yeah. we are at the top or close to the top of the pack for very quickly and very hard to bring in the military. The US didn't do it. No, and it's also that we – like I can remember uh, when Cyclone Tracy hit Darwin, I remember being very uh, – uh, I'm just all I'm hearing is hoodoo gurus now. Yeah, I know. You're welcome. Um, is it, it, very clearly that the Navy and the Army were there very uh, to help with the cleanup operations. Yeah. And, and it's it's like that logistics, um, we need lots of people really quickly to set up something or yeah. pull down something or clean up something or do something. This idea that you can only have blokes in Army uniforms telling how to do a vaccine rollout, which is pretty much what the flu vaccine situation is every yes. year, yep. I do not understand. So yeah, because like Cyclone Tracy, at the end of that, 
it looked like a war zone because there was mass destruction, oh, unhomed yeah. people, traumatised humans. Yeah. There is not mass infrastructure destruction here at all. No. Like none of none of those conditions apply. Like none of them. Then it's not instant. It's not horrific. It's not all encompassing. It's yeah. That's just the first time I was ever aware Horseshit. of that happening. Yeah. And and it, it blows me away because you've now got like the head of West Farmers coming out. Very 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 large organisation saying never heard of them. We would like um you know we're offering up our premises like Bunnings and Office Works mm. particularly in regional areas because they're large premises. People know where they are. They've got large car parks. You can have a lot of space. Put your health put your health professionals in there yeah. to give the vaccinations and we will support you doing that. Do you know the other good reason for that? You can get some real – I love stationery. I love hardware and stationery. To me, yeah. these are the these two are the icons two of potential. Things. You I go know. to either of those places and you're just like like licking up the potential from the I floors know. and between the aisles. Just delicious. Yeah. So why not add a vaccine? Lick up one of those as well. Exactly. It's exactly. beautiful. But it's also – this – time when you're in a crisis like this you have to think of what are existing networks that we could plug into yeah and leverage off of to you know combine combine the the flu vaccination program with the networking of um retail stores yeah. or, or something like that like it just it takes a you know it doesn't take very long to have a little true. Bit of thought you want a sausage would you like a Pfizer or some hot onions yes I'll um, take both onions go on the bottom I don't care where they go as long as they're in there. Yeah. But I'll take my Pfizer on the bottom or anywhere else you want to exactly. give it to me. Exactly. But here we are 18 months later and having these conversations and it was all being run by the treasurer. There wasn't the health minister oh, having the meetings. It was Frydenberg. That confused me. So I've read a bit, bits and pieces about this, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then I saw – and then, you know, Josh Frydenberg, I'm like, the what? The what? Why is that the only politician's name I'm hearing? Yeah, I know. And I was it like, is. Why isn't this? Why isn't this? Um, yeah, as we call him in our house, Sifa. Um, <laughs> why? Why isn't he running this? You know. Um, uh, and and. Well, you know the thing. He gave up his chair because he had the indigenous and the and the women's representation. He, he knew there weren't enough chairs, so he got them there. Oh yeah, that's right. Gave them. A well, spot. let's name them. <laughs> oh, don't start me, <laughs> Julia Banks. I'm done. Was she at the panel? <laughs> no. What, what is Julia Banks important? She's relevant in this week's news. Yes. Tell me, tell me why then. Would you like to know why? I want to know why. She she wrote a book. Okay. Did she really? Is it a children's story? It is because that's what women write. Um, oh, look at you, women writing. That's adorable. I know. Who wrote it for her? So, <laughs> <laughs> only because I can't reach you. You are feeling confident at the moment. Isn't it lucky you have your husband to slap me for slap you? Slap <laughs> the head. Um, My ouchie. So, so she wrote a book about her time in Parliament and in it she relayed a story about It was a, how a happy tale. It was a happy tale yeah. about um, late one night, you know, they're, they're doing whatever parliamentary business happens at, at later at night. I think is, we know and that's part of the lot. problem. Yeah, yep. um, and a cabinet minister, not just any old MP, but a cabinet minister came up, sat next to her and put his hand up her to her upper thigh like... Because she Under, wanted him yeah. to and they were already in a committed relationship. <laughs> and, and I heard – she was interviewed on the 7.30 report this week with, with Laura Tingle and I think Laura Tingle's doing a great job on the 7.30 report this week. Yeah. Um, but she and, – and Julia Banks was like – and I froze. And, I, and, I, and when she said that, 
I I actually had a physical reaction. Yeah. Of I have been in that situation. So uh, you freeze because you can't believe that it's happening. You're yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. what have I done that sent out this signal? What the hell's going on? Um, I can tell you what it is. Existed. Ex- yeah, existed. Exactly. So that happened. Now, she will not name who that person was. Because Christian Porter doesn't want to be named? I'm not, and I'm not touching that with a barge pole. But he... Just guesswork. Guesswork. He, he, um, she's not naming it because she's saying... And I and I get where she's coming from, is that it's that it's about the culture yeah. that that allowed that that, yeah. that that person felt that they could do that. Yeah. Um, I also do think, however, that there might be some repeat offenders in this particular government on, and that need to be called out and called. Can we narrow it down to the top thirty? I was going to say it's there's a lot. It's the potential is a lot. So the other thing just, that she... Just, I, I don't sorry, want you to lose this, but I'm going to give you the, the hetero, middle-aged, white, blah, blah, cis, normal, blah, 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 blah. I, yes. I do not understand at all what would motivate a man to do that in that way. Like, I, I genuinely am confused. And oh, I'm not, please, that, that's why we're friends. And, <laughs> yeah, I know. And by saying that, I, that, that is not because it could be misinterpreted as a defence, like, therefore he couldn't have. Of course he fucking could have. I've known such people as well, not in Parliament, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, it, but I, it, I, it breaks my brain hearing the story. Like, what would make you think anywhere, Betty, at the workplace, I'm just going to touch her upper thigh because I want to? Yeah, and I. How, how does that work? What, what, I don't know. If, if anyone, know. and I hope no one is, who listens to this can tell us. Hit us up on Twitter and we will block you. But I will read it first. <laughs> so the but the, the thing that there was quite other part that I found quite interesting about her story was how Morrison, who she beautifully describes as menacing controlling wallpaper. Um It's a long way to spell can uh, control. Um yeah. It, was really interesting. So um, Camilla Nelson, associate professor in media at the University of Notre Dame, wrote a in Australia wrote a piece about it, uh, how um, he that Morrison basically hijacked her wanting to leave Parliament mm. and and created a narrative that wasn't her story, made yep. her sound like she was hysterical. She couldn't cope with the coup when she saw Malcolm Turnbull. Re- replaced by Morrison um, and mm. in and, and I remember seeing him Morrison say this saying what I'm doing right now I'm supporting Julia I'm reaching out to Julia and oh. giving her every comfort and support for what has been a pretty torrid ordeal for her and and you're like okay like any other any other person I don't know if he would necessarily say I'm reaching out for Josh or I'm reaching out for Christian mm. no he'd say the minister or the attorney general or mm. like that they'd have a title yeah that have a name, uh, they're like, and so I think it's a, it's quite interesting how Julia Banks has been able to step back and say this is the pattern of behaviour I saw and it is not good. And also, I, that level of gaslighting actually threatens our climate emissions. Like it triples our climate our emissions. Climate emissions. I know. It's freaking outrageous. Yeah, well, the gaslighting in workplaces is is incredibly difficult to call out. It's really hard. I mean, if there's actual physical. Um, harassment or there's verbal abuse, you can. It, it's much easier to have a third party come in and say, "Well, yes, I did see that happen," and that. But the gaslighting in the workplace 
erodes confidence. It just belittles people. It it, it, it turns them into um, instead of calling, you know, you get called girl. Even at this, like even at this age, someone said, "Oh, the girls over there." I'm like, oh, but not a call, not like girl. No, 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 not no. no. Yes, girl. Girl. No, yeah. not a prop girl. Um. Yeah. Like, Again, fucked up. Like, how how were you brought up? I assume you went to a school where you got a jab because they couldn't tell if you're Indigenous or not, and that's what helped it. <laughs> yeah, well, that could have been it. I went to one of those schools for a, a brief period, and then we had a disagreement about what was and wasn't legal. <laughs> so I've seen many of these people, like the 80s version. So the age these people are now, I saw them as teenagers. Yes, and, and they're unpleasant. They're well, at the time, they were just weird, dorky, and disconnected. Now, of course, the problem is that's been weaponized. But it just, yeah. again, I'm sorry to say it again, but I don't understand how you would choose to interact with the world in this way. Like, how are you so small-cocked, yes. sorry, small, that that is how you think you should do things? It, it, it beggars belief. It confuses my mind. And, you know, obviously, I'm not easily confused except for when I'm listening to things. <laughs> it breaks my brain. But it's also really hard because, I, I mean, you try to catch yourself all the time. I mean, I try to listen. Yeah, I, I try. I don't, you may not believe it from listening to this podcast, but I do try to think about what I'm going to say before I say it. To go, I believe is, you. Is that is that the right thing or is that appropriate? It, this not 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 to self censorship or anything, but just some common phrases that I might chuck out at home. I wouldn't. There's no way I'd say it at work. So, like, you don't say thunder can't at work. No, not often. Just what's often. <laughs> Not frequently. No, I don't know. Not every day. Yeah, okay, that's okay. And that's reasonable. You're civilised. Yeah. So yeah. so Julie Banks did this thing. Look, I actually related to that. I saw a, a, a quick snippet of a poll yeah. from the SMH. Okay. So apparently, according to them, there's a couple of days ago, I think this was reported, women voters are abandoning the coalition. So the government's primary female vote fell from 41 to 37% since the last election. I've got to say, is that all? You've got to be kidding. I can't believe it, yeah. 37% have it's gone. It's like all those women yeah. that used to vote for Trump. I was like, seriously? And still do. Yeah. It's 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 just horrifying. I, 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 look, I know people have complex lives and they're different things they concentrate on, blah, 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 blah. But to be voting for... Well, it'll be interesting, like... Uh, um, after all the things that have come out in the past 12 months and having Barnaby back as deputy. I know, I just wanted to get you going. You love it when I talk dirty, so. I do, but that might be too dirty. Like <laughs> You took me from nothing to 100% too quickly. <laughs> I'm going to need to lie down again. Edging. No, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, and I think what they're doing is terrible. You might be surprised to hear. Yeah. But it it is quite – I think Julia Banks offers a very – interesting insight into the inner workings of that particular party. And, and can I throw in on that? For those people who said, I disagree with her politics, therefore fuck her. Oh, God, no. You go can never, away. Yes, you can. Look, I don't think you can do that to just – to very many people, honestly. I don't think yeah. many people would choose to go into politics without what they believe to be a good intention. That, hang on. No, uh, I'm going to rephrase yeah, that. Back, back up, back no, up. No, back up. I was going to say – Ten years ago, I would have put my hand on my heart and said that, and I would have only been wrong by about five years. But now it is—it is just it, it, people are just so out for themselves. But ten years ago, you were a mere slip of a girl, mere naive. Slip of a girl. Sweet, you know, like you're just new in the big city. No idea. You Wide finally eyed. came to Canberra. Wide-eyed in Canberra. You saw it all going city. on. I know. Oh God, honestly, I. 
I, I cannot believe that there's another thing coming out about appalling behaviour in that party. And it won't be the last. We know that. N- nothing will kill them. Nope. And I'd, like, because there's I, such an alternative. Well, actually, on that, on that, there was another part of that poll. Um, where were we? Preferred Prime Minister. Yeah. Across the board. Big Bird? Morrison, 45%. Oh. 45 would prefer him. 22 among women and 49 uh, uh, men. So I, I don't know how you could prefer him to do anything. Like I don't care if the question <laughs> is, other than compost. Now he'd be good. He's got a lot of yeah minerals. Yep. But I, I don't understand how you could prefer him. I, I get, I mean, the, the, the standard rhetoric, oh, Albo, what do you got, blah, 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 blah. That, fine. But you get to a point where you go, you know what, I, I've had enough. I will take something else, please. Yeah. Apparently you don't. No. Mm. No. It, it's very hard to get people to switch. Um, it's very hard to get people to switch parties. Well, no, the, the trick is what you should As do well. is vote on policy. Because <laughs> we saw how well that worked. <laughs> Albo, our advice to you, and you can take this to the bank, from this is from G'day Chipolatas, not G'day Sausages, because yeah. Will might not agree. You should go heavy on policy detail. Yeah, lots and lots and lots of detail. Because people want to think about it and they want to think about it very hard. Yep. And then, right at the last minute, throw in something that we had never heard of before, like franking credits that mean nothing to anybody, Mm. and run like the wind on that. It's great. So, uh, (laughs) um, my question is for you, is there anything else you want to rant about? Because I'm I'm, I'm feeling feeling sleepy. Yeah, no. It's exhausting. It is is tiring, but I also like the fact that I can um, compartmentalise my life now and go, no, I'm going to save that for when we're recording to get that off my chest and talk about that. Can you? Let's see if I can use the technology. (gasps) There's the music. I'm raising the volume, William. Are you listening? How's the Craig Kelly uh, rehab clinic going? Yeah. Hopefully this makes you feel better. Come back, Will. Well, next week it might only be you and William. Yeah. It could be another G'day Chipolatas. G'day Rissos. We've missed you. Like Will says, make Australia cool again. I'm going to be honest, I don't think we were. But really, help Australia cathart like shit again. That would be my message. That would be awesome. Thank you for listening. We miss you.